I heard you're talking shit about me. Maybe I fucking am. What are you going to do about it? Say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Say it to my face, bitch. <laughs> it's coming from like the least two I'm confrontational girls <laughs> you have ever seen. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. Honestly, that stressed me out even pretending for a minute. What's up, guys? Last week, we were a little bit boring. However, I loved the episode, and I know a lot of you did too. And that was so raw and actually unedited of us. Like, that episode, we didn't even pause halfway through. Like, we were just speaking our minds. It's giving big sissy energy. Except. What? You know what we avoided? (laughs) Talking about ourselves. Exactly. Talking anything about our personal life. And I believe... That I got a couple messages asking for an update. I got a few fucking DMs from you guys that saw me out on the street, so. Yes, exactly. So, I think we should start off this episode like we do with the old ones and give a little fun update on your life. Welcome back to Send the Location. My name is Serena. And I'm Yaz. And we are so hyped today to be talking to you about talking shit. Talking shit. This week, we're going to dive into something a little taboo, something we keep a little hidden, and it's the reality that you don't always like everyone, and not everyone is going to like you. Now, I'm not saying it's related, mm, but when we dive into our little highlights of our personal life, I feel like this will also... Oh, sorry, you scared me. Oh. <laughs> when you did that. Oh, sorry. It was just... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> confrontation yes touched her laptop and it scared me <laughs> and then Anyways, you apologized for it like did i apologize yeah, you were like, did that come out of my mouth that's actually such ew i'm leaving anyways fuck this let's get into the fun stuff <clears throat> as you guys know serena and i live together now no one comes in and out of these quarters without the other one knowing about it that's right Guess you wouldn't tell me anyways. Yeah, that's true. But like, <laughs> <laughs> my concern is the doormen of this building. They know a lot of they shit. They know. <laughs> <laughs> Those security tapes could be sold one day. One of the guys I was hanging out with one time was like, "I would pay to know what your favorite barista at your favorite coffee place knows." It's <laughs> like I would pay for you not to ever know that. <laughs> it's like the Starbucks workers like looking at you and being like. Mm. Hey, but this is not the man from yesterday. <laughs> so it's a wee bit early, <laughs> early in the morning. She's really just avoiding talking about her personal life. Let's get into your DMs. Um, as you guys know, Yaz is single. That she is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been out. We've been back in Toronto for a minute, and we've been going out. Mm-hmm. We've also just been doing errands and whatnot and some Mm -hmm. male specimen might have joined me on some of those i wouldn't call it an errand you're getting lunch together serena shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) anywho that's um some of you guys did see that i did receive some dms recently no comment (laughs) i think Moral of the story. I, I will, think Yaz should share a little bit more. I am having. I'm never going to live it down that somebody said that I share more. Yes. 
I am having lots of sex. Does that make you I happy? PTSD. <laughs> I had a solid hot minute there where I was abstinent. You can call me abstinent Abby. Um, that's never fucking happening again. I don't know who I am, but okay. Also, I'll be real with you guys. I'm just not the type of girl who likes hookup culture. We've done the one night stands. I've been through that phase of my life. I'm fucking 24 now, and that's just not what I'm into. So like, if I'm not seeing someone, if I'm not with someone, I kind of don't want to just like fuck around. Also, I'm a very cautious girly, and I already convinced myself that I'm pregnant every fucking like <laughs> two seconds. We've been going through a week, me and Yaz, <laughs> where we were convinced that we were pregnant for any reason specifically. No. No. Literally no. <laughs> no. It's just us talking shit to each other. Have I missed a period? Not even close. <laughs> like, but like. I literally have the best form of birth control there is, and I'm still worried. I think it really comes down to, I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this right now, but I went from a C to a D. I'll say it. My boobs are bigger. For no reason. And I'm really just looking for answers. I think it could be the soy milk. My boobs have been so sore and I literally was looking for a reason why. But then I found out like a couple of my friends the exact same time of year the same thing happened. So I'm crossing oh, my fingers. is it fingers. a seasonal thing? I don't know. But like it happened to a few of us. I like, have been drinking more soy milk and I heard that soybeans lead to bigger boobs. I mean like at least I thought that when I was like in grade eight. So like I... <laughs> I was fucking pumping that shit. It's because soy milk just has more fat. That just means more fat in your body. Oh my god. <laughs> At least it's going to the right places. Shout out genetics. Shout out mom and dad. Shout out soy milk. <laughs> we'll be drinking you daily. If anyone's looking for some tips. <laughs> I've got big boobs and I'm having sex. <laughs> Serena, any updates from you? I'm a born again virgin. <laughs> I posted a video on my second account and I was like, my biggest flex is I'm a 23-year-old virgin. And everyone was like, cap. <laughs> like, that's so rude. Even the people on the fake account, like literally just fucking randos. No, it was just so no. bad. It was so bad. It was a funny video though. It was like the untouchable, untouchable. Yeah. I feel like I am a born-again virgin. I've been way too good for my own well-being. That doesn't mean that you're a fucking virgin, bro. It just no. means that you're being monogamous. That means that you're having sex with one dick. One dick is entering your pussy. It's a new relevation. (laughs) (laughs) Revelation. I can't even say the word, guys. It's freaking me out. (laughs) Only hanging out with one person? What the fuck is up with me? I don't know. Serena, let's talk about that because it has not been, you know, just like a every once in a while thing. All I'm going to say is it's been getting dark at like 4 o'clock p.m. And it really <laughs> does something to me. And I can't help it. Like, I wish I could be a host still, but shit's not flying with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care to go out right now. We fucking went out no, this I mean, weekend. Like, yeah, but I don't like, I'm not like, oh my God, I need to go out right now. Also, like when we went out this weekend, I wore some comfy shit. Like the man's was also with us. Yeah. It was really wholesome going she, out. Yeah, she brought man's. She brought her sister. I was on a date with your sister. Mans and sister met each other. There was that. Yeah. It, like, it's, it was an accident. Let's talk about the meeting the family. Like he, I didn't meet. He, I mean, I'm going to stutter. <laughs> I'm putting her on the fucking hot seat. You're welcome. He did not meet my family. He met my sister. 
my younger sister. It's a familial member. Yeah, it is. But Olivia's like the true judge of character. Um, and if Olivia even like bats an eye the wrong way and doesn't like them even in the slightest, they would be cut so fast from my life. Yeah. That was also just a cute fucking night. We literally brought Liv everywhere. Yeah. We brought her to like six clubs. Well, to be honest, Kate, so what happened was we, I forget, my sister had plans to come up on this Saturday and I had also invited the mans. Did I invite him first or second? I don't know. Somebody no, no, was no. It, he wasn't supposed to come. I was bullying your sister to come up. Oh no, she wasn't supposed to come. You mean? No, she was supposed to come, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Something like that. Anyway, somehow everyone ends up here at the same time, and we were all in our tracksuits, just hanging out. We had like wine, and we oh, were yeah. like, we were my best friend so- Jackie came up. Yeah. Shout out to Jackie. Jackie's fucking hilarious. So we were all hanging out, literally in the living room, being so wholesome on a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and then someone's idea was let's go to King Street. I don't. I genuinely don't know how the fuck that Me happened. Either. Like all I know is next thing you know we were all in the bathroom getting ready, and we ended up on King Street. Like three glasses of wine deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Mans came out with us. Olivia came out with us. It was fun. Goodbye. That was all. How are you feeling? About what? Everything. <clears throat> Feelings are for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like, <laughs> I just want to expose. I'm going to start making voice notes when you, like, come into my room, like, having, like, heart-to-hearts with me about. When do I <laughs> Only when I'm down bad. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> do you recall this and I don't? Literally even yesterday. What did I say yesterday? We were talking about the the little toothpastes. And the- oh, my God. It was cute. I only think things are cute because it's literally fucking cold out and it's dark and I literally have nothing better to do, okay? Shit's getting scary. All I'm going to say is that we both made a deal that when the weather gets warmer, we're going our separate directions. (laughs) (laughs) That might involve me and Serena just getting on a plane to Mm -hmm. Miami in like a month and being like, well, it's warm out. been warned. I told him, I said, the second you hear that Miami or Vegas is booked, you know you're out of the question. I've been looking at flights. So have I. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Let's get into today's topic. We've been going out a lot more. Socializing. Ick. Seeing people. It just gives me the ick. Everything about it gives me the ick. But the reality of that is that you're going to run into people that maybe you don't necessarily get along with. They're not your cup of tea or you know that someone doesn't necessarily always want you around or you don't feel like they're trying to be your friend. Not just that, but even feeling uncomfortable in those situations, feeling like out of place, like you're the odd one out, like everyone's looking at you because you know someone doesn't like you. Like, you know those feelings you get? Oh, I know those feelings. I literally last week went out to an event on my own and came home crying. Yeah recently after yeah yeah like 10 minutes in yeah yeah no i didn't last long (laughs) i literally told her it was the effort that counted like at least you tried to go there no but the reality of the situation guys is maybe you're gonna walk in somewhere you know of someone but you're not friends with them you're really trying and you just don't feel the most comfortable you're not feeling confident but how the fuck do we get past that and still be a bad bitch i think it really comes down to confidence yeah confidence confidence is a big one i think 
I think it's if you can feel comfortable in who you are and you like who you are bringing to the table, you can look in the mirror and be like, I'm fucking dope and I'm nice to people and I'm proud of that. Even if someone doesn't like you, it's not going to make you feel shitty. And I think that, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. I was going to say, I think that we should bring in the example that we talked about earlier because um, it might give some context to a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like, this is a really, really, really long time ago on the podcast that we brought this up. Like, I think early episodes, like, first, like, three episodes, right? Yeah. It was so long ago. Um, but essentially, we told a story on the podcast about someone and how they treated me um, to my face. And that I had just not had a good relationship with this person for a while. They had been really confrontational with me. Mm-hmm. It kind of for the same reason as like the way they treated me in person that day. Yeah, I just didn't feel I didn't they didn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Period. So we told this story on the podcast and we were very, very broad about it. Like we didn't say where we were. We didn't say who the person was or what they were doing, like their job. Like we literally gave like no specific. No context at all. at all. It was the feelings. It was some of the words said. Yeah, like specifically some of the words said about like my zodiac sign and like the, some, like, that some you shit looked that like talked. a bitch and yeah, your like some nose shit that job. Yeah, friends were talking about. Yeah. Anyways, the only person that would have known who that story was about legitimately was that person. No one else was there. No one overheard it. And mm-hmm. we never told anyone else about it. No, it was literally us two and her and her boyfriend left at that event. Yeah. That was it. Anyways, we didn't go beyond talking about it on the podcast. And somehow this like story got around it was very evident that it got around because other people started looking at us a little funny Mm -hmm. we went to an event and we felt a little uncomfy with some of the other people that were there that were friends with her yeah and then it kind of clicked in stories are going around (laughs) yeah some people like came up and asked us about it like about her specifically and we honestly said we don't want to talk about who that was about. Like, it wasn't meant to be Yeah, it was like, it's not a big deal. We're all good. We literally said that. We're like, it's not a big deal. Like, there's no problems at all. We were just discussing, like, literally the context and how we felt about that situation. This kind of brings me into needing your side of the story to be told. Mm -hmm. I think that in elementary school, in high school, fuck, even university, when you're in a friend group and you have a falling out with someone or there's a conflict... And people start picking sides. You have like the people that you're close with in the friend group. They have the people that they're close with. Mm -hmm. And people are trying to convey their own message. Yeah. When you get older, when you mature, when you come to the realization that you don't need your side of the story to be out there to everyone. That's really fucking freeing. And that's confidence. That's security in who you are and what you do and like I said you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like I'm a good person Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if someone didn't like me yeah bringing it back to that example even no one would have ever known literally nobody would have ever known and like our side of the story if people came up to us would have been to like actually discuss it and like go into detail about it and actually like bring to the table what really happened however we didn't care to like it was never meant to be something like that we didn't care for people to hear our side of the story or like we didn't even think there was our side of the story like that's how little it mattered to us but the confidence in the entire situation was that we didn't need to we're like you know what we know what we said was very general we know that we didn't point fingers we know that we didn't let anyone into any details of that story 
So we felt confident in sitting back and being like, if she wants to go and, and tell people her story and whatever, all the power to her. Like, that's her right too. And if those people are going to look at us and not like us, I don't need to go up to them and try and explain mm-hmm. myself. If someone has an opinion of me, by all means, I'd love to show you that that's not who I am on my own terms. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see that with people. Like in real life, that's such a fucking normal thing. You know, someone hears something about you, but then they get to know you and formulate their own opinion. Like I'm the biggest proponent of like, I cannot like someone, but maybe my friend has a really good relationship with that person. I don't need to fucking tell them why I don't like them. It doesn't need to become a thing that no one can be friends with them. Mm -hmm. And that's why like having this conversation about like dealing with people who you have to see a lot or like even worse in your friend group who maybe you don't like or doesn't like you is so important because nobody ever talks about how you deal with that. Or what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So I feel like we should get into that. What do you think some things that you should do in those situations are? When I was in the 11th grade, I found out that my best friend talked mad shit about me. (laughs) She went up to guys that liked me, told them not to like me, told them I was gross, whatever. She told all of my good friends, my literal best friends to this day, not to be friends with me said a bunch of shit, manipulated a lot of things. And then I found out one day in chemistry class when this guy asked me, oh, you guys aren't friends anymore? Like you and, I'll call her Brittany. I remember you telling me about this a long time ago. Yeah, you and Brittany aren't friends anymore. And I was like, what? No, she's my best friend. And he was like, you have not heard the thing she has been saying then. Yeah. I found out that this girl just was really, really toxic. And I very quickly removed myself. Mm-hmm. I realized I, I didn't want them to be telling me every day that, you know, they didn't like my outfits or any of that shit. It was awful, guys. But I just chose to sit by myself at lunch or sit with a friend from another grade. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually went up to my other friends that I was still close with and said, hey, like, what's up? Like, I'd, I'd really like to know why no one's talking to me, what I did. Mm-hmm. And they were really shy. They were like, I I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't know why this is happening to you. Like, she bullies us if we come and talk to you. So yeah. we've kind of just been trying to stay out of it. So the first thing that you should do is separate yourself. Maybe confront the situation. But I didn't need to go and tell my side of the story to people. Mm-hmm. I confronted that person because, honestly, I needed to at that point. They were saying a lot of... That's different. Harmful like, shit. That's like a, it's not just like they're not liking you in passing. No, like no, no. actively trying to e- harm you. Exactly. So there are some situations like that where I think it needed to be confronted. It really sucked. This wasn't like a, this happened over two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was like eight months of me being really socially isolated and crying on the weekends because everyone was posting Instagram stories, hanging out and I was alone. Where I'm getting at with that is, Those friends realized that that person wasn't a great person on their own. I didn't need to go and tell them or convince people. They came up to me months later and apologized and said, you know what? Like, we really worked up the courage. Like, this person was making us feel like shit about ourselves, too. And, like, we didn't realize how bad it got for you. So I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. There's so much power in that, knowing that you're not trying to manipulate a situation and know confidently that, like, people like you for you. Mm -hmm. That's where confrontation versus like letting shit go really comes like hand in hand. 
where confrontation wise, you're only ever going to do that when it comes down to a need. Like you're not just going to, I mean, I'm speaking on this now, having gone through the younger age of being toxic and, and fighting back over things and yeah. trying to prove my side of the story. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been there mm-hmm. in high school. Of course, like when people are talking shit. You don't think like I'm going to defend myself in those situations. Of course. Now, fast forward, having a normal life, like a regular like experience in the world and seeing things very differently. I'm not going to be sitting here trying to defend my name to every Bob on the street. Like exactly. I don't need to. The only time confrontation would ever, ever, ever at this point come to, what do you want to call it? Like legitimacy, like come to something that needed to happen is if someone's literally actively harming you and like you or need, coming for your character. Yeah. And like into your face and like two people that you love, like if it's affecting like you're hurting, I don't know. Like I literally hate confrontation. I would literally only do it if somebody that was talking was doing it and harming my family or one of my close friends. To me, I can take it. Like you want to harm me, you want to talk shit, go for it. I can take it. But if you're gonna somehow affect my family and my friends and whatever else, then I will confront you. Yeah. Besides that, I will let whatever the hell you want to say, whatever, go for it. I'm not gonna say shit. I don't want to. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. With that girl, it came down to it being months later and her wanting to talk to me because she wanted to be friends again. Mm. The reality of that and people like that, if this sounds like a situation that you even know, that person was losing control over people and they just kind of wanted to get it back. And they're grasping at whatever like, yeah. experience they could. So we had a talk. I really let them know that, you know, I, I just didn't want to be friends. I just didn't want to be hurt yeah. anymore, but I'm wishing them the best. And the next year I came back to grade 12 and I had a lot of friends and I felt great. And a lot of people were asking me, oh, why isn't Brittany hanging out with you anymore? Her name's not actually Brittany. And I would just say like, oh, like, don't worry about it. Like, we're just, you know, not close anymore. I didn't feel the need as much as that girl tore me down for two years to do anything remotely the same as her. And same with all my other friends that stopped being friends with her. It just comes down to the confidence of I know who I am. So like let's let's let it lie, and also that hurts a person so much more yeah, if like, they don't get you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that feist back or mm-hmm. like that's my biggest like annoyance I think like with some people like now this age mm-hmm. um, I think it really comes down to things you've experienced in your life like I've had my fair share of petty drama that I've dealt with when I was younger my friends like my friend group in my home city they're so anti-drama like honestly there's not really any drama that goes on there hasn't been in a long time and if there is it's not like a blow-up issue like it's very minuscule like no one really hears about it like they've all been very mature my entire life Mm -hmm. however I've seen firsthand a lot of other experiences like with other people that have been so far offside and so unnecessary that it actually would blow my mind Um, And now at this age, you couldn't pay me to be in a situation like that. Like, I I don't know if this is the wrong way to go about it, but would gladly let somebody walk all over me before I would even, like, try and have an issue with them. Like, you want to treat me like that? Go for it. People are going to see it. People are going to see it, and it's going to say so much more about you than it is me. Yeah, and, like, there's a difference, too, like we just said about, like, confrontation versus, like, letting shit go. That's all down to, like, your own personal, like, not preferences, but what you can handle because if you start fighting back with people who are like going to be rude to you, they don't like you, whatever you're kind of like adding fuel to the fire where if you recognize like, it's not usually about you, it's about themselves. If somebody is so content in making it evident that they don't like you, 
that's literally an internal problem with them genuinely it's the same thing that it comes down to like if it is a fight or if it's just not liking someone Mm -hmm. forgiveness if you're not someone that's able to look at someone for what they did and forgive them if you hold on to that resentment and that anger it's not healthy it's not healthy it's not helping you and it's just giving them more power Mm -hmm. so if you don't like someone out why why do we need to be angry about it why do we need to be upset if people that we like you know also like that person that we we don't so like immature at this point it is and it's the same way if like if someone does you wrong for you can forgive them for your own sake it's not it's not always for them yeah like do you remember like you guys probably a long time ago if you guys are ogs of the podcast remember the story about like one of my older best friends um, I never really got into details about it, but essentially like the way everything went down and like why we're not friends anymore is because I simply like didn't really fuck with the way they went about their life anymore. Now, did I ever have some blow up argument with this person? No. no, like actually no. And I couldn't have appreciated the way it was handled even more. Of course, not everyone, both parties felt the same way. Like honestly, she wanted some kind of like confrontation out of it but I couldn't give her that because I genuinely like I feel worse having confronted somebody I don't care how dirty you did me I would rather take that and fucking walk away with it I feel it you did it cool regardless if I see you in person nobody would even think twice that I don't like you you would have no idea yeah and that's also back to the next point of actually treating somebody fakely versus being civil because that's so important Am I going to go and be buddy-buddy with this girl when I see her? Oh my god, I love you, I miss you, like, whatever. No. But am I going to say, I hope you're doing well? And actually mean it. And mean it? Yeah, of course. I hope she is doing well. But not everyone can sit there and say the same thing. And that's, I think, where, like, sometimes, like, everything gets tripped up, right? Like, not everyone's going to have the same mindset about that. I think that's such a big point, too, with not always liking people. We all have that friend or have known that friend that talks mad shit, Mm -hmm. mad shit about someone, sees them out and is like grabbing (laughs) drinks with them at the bar, taking selfies. And you're just like, what the fuck? I just don't condone being that person because you're doing them a disservice as much as you're doing yourself. Like just be genuine Mm -hmm. 24-7. And that doesn't mean go up to that person or be a bitch to them or make them feel uncomfortable no 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 it just means be civil be respect your boundaries almost like yeah if you don't like somebody you don't need to fake like you do you need to be a good person you need to mean what you say to them you need to not make anybody else uncomfortable no but just own own your feelings Mm -hmm. in a way that's actually mature yeah and yeah that's like i feel like that's that about that topic it's just like it's hard to, I think, converse sometimes with people um, who don't see eye to eye. Like, it genuinely hurts me sometimes to go out places and, like, run into some people who maybe they don't like me for a certain reason or, like, they think, they think. I'm going to say think because most times it's a think that I don't like them or I don't want their presence. Who, like, hesitate to make eye contact with you, for example? Yeah. It honestly makes me so upset because I'm, like, regardless of, like, who you are and, like, what you think that I feel, unless we've had some kind of conversation where I've said to you, I don't even want to look at you. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I will treat you just like everybody else. 
and I know you're the same way. I've learned that my anxiety sometimes makes me look like a bitch, but it's just because I'm genuinely fucking scared. Like, well, I'm I'm terrified. Exactly. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm terrified. But I've learned to that about myself and that I need to shift that. So, mm-hmm. like, if I seem super unapproachable, that's just going to feed into their narrative more. Mm-hmm. So why don't I say hi? Yeah. Why don't I just open up the floor to, like, you don't have anything to worry about. I don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. That's not being fake, but that's, like, hey, how are you? It's being courteous, like exactly I don't know. so sometimes like recognize things about yourself like your personality traits with like just how you approach social situations ask your friends like do i have a resting bitch face like i mean clearly we all know that i do because of that entire story that we just talked about but it's but, the same thing it's like i get so nervous to like go places sometimes alone and i'm gonna try and be friendly of course i will but Anyone knows how difficult it is to walk into a room full of strangers who you don't know, have not one single person you can look to for comfort, and then try and just go for it? Yeah. It, that's not easy. So, yeah, I understand having a resting bitch face, but, like, we do work on it. I do work on it, too. But even in situations, like I just said, when people are, like, staring at you or they don't want to look at you because, like, they think something that you think. Yeah. I'm probably just too scared to say that i don't mind them or like i don't yeah. know like i don't want to have to explain it like that's so awkward and like i would just rather not say anything and just be like hiding in the corner alone but it comes back to the confidence right like if if you know that you're bringing like genuine energy to that situation and like just being courteous to them mm-hmm. makes it so much fucking easier yeah. you're not stressed that they're perceiving something a different way it just is what it is yeah and unfortunately like there's only so much we can control and that kind of like even like last week's episode we talked about just being so much more chill and like not letting things affect us as much yeah this kind of just feeds into the same thing like this is about people now yeah um but at the end of the day like do whatever's gonna make you happy and comfortable I hope that's not yelling at some random person or making it <laughs> evident that you don't like them. Um, it's usually just staying out of any type of issue or drama. Like, I promise you, you'll be so much happier. And if someone doesn't like you, they don't like you. What are you going to do about it? You can't convince them any differently. And I'm sure at that point, you shouldn't want to. It also comes down to the debrief. You know, probably know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you went out into a social situation. You saw someone you weren't the biggest fan of you and your best friend come back and you're like, oh my God, did you see the way that they looked at me and that person (laughs) said that to that person? Like, we can cut that out. You know what I mean? I feel like we've become so much less of a, of yeah. a debriefer like it's not like we need oh, to yeah. get like, all this general, shit definitely don't as off of our chest we need to no everyone knows what they're supposed to know too like especially like when you walk into social situations now you've experienced it before you know the looks you know the feeling like at the end of it, you don't even need to talk about it it's cool we're cool it's whatever and it's kind of like when you let that stuff go and you don't need to acknowledge it afterwards it. and overthink it and let it literally just give any energy energy to it. Mm-hmm. Like what you're going to go out for those two hours and then you need to debrief those two hours for the next five. Like yeah. you're just doing yourself a disservice. Moving on into something that we're all probably fucking going through right now. It's December. There's no surprise. It's the holiday season. You're seeing a lot more people. You're probably not going to like some of them and that might even come down to family members that you don't get along with the best and kind of how to deal with the holiday season in a way that's fun and playful and if you see aunt connie 
and she's reaching for the sweet potato mash at the same time that you are, you can just smile. And it smile does and wave, it doesn't need to be a brawl. No. <laughs> like, literally, where did that come from? <laughs> Poor Connie. Like, I hope you don't know anyone named Connie. <laughs> no, I, I don't have an Aunt Connie. But you guys know what I mean. Yeah. I think that holidays can get really stressful with the potential of family confrontation. Like friend confrontation. There are so many gatherings in general that don't happen all year round. And all of a sudden, they all happen at once. And if you aren't antisocial like we are, holy crap. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like a year's worth of socializing packed into like three weeks. And it's so draining. It's so draining. Um, And here's our little reminder that you don't need to say yes to everything. To everything. You don't need to feel obligated to everything. Just like you don't need to feel obligated to like people. You don't need to feel obligated to tell your side of the story. Like at the end of the day, you have no obligation to anyone but yourself. And I will stand by that. Let's be courteous in holiday 2022 season. You know, let's not cancel plans at the last second. But it's okay if, you know, a few days beforehand, you're not feeling up to it. And you let that person know, I'm so sorry. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. This week has been really stressful. You don't need to make up some excuse that your cat has a staff infection like I don't know like you know what I mean you don't need to go to those lengths just be honest I also promise like if you drain yourself out so quickly it'll be a lot harder to be nice to those people that you don't want to be nice to what's a staff infection <laughs> like actually where did that come from <laughs> okay um anyways guys Yaz is currently googling what a staff infection is it is some kind of bacteria. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's good. Oh, that's you got good. it right? Okay. Yeah. That's good. Oh, it just sure. came out of nowhere. I, I got really scared. I was like, what, <laughs> what did <laughs> I At least it's on STD. <laughs> it's a lot worse infections out there. <laughs> <laughs> we would not know about those. <laughs> it's been a long week, guys. It's Friday night. It's literally Friday night. Um, I feel like we should get into a fun story time. Do you have any fun stories to tell the pod or to end off today's episode? Do we do our, the three things, like the good thing, the bad thing, and the icky thing? Oh my God. Okay. We called it spicy. Green, green light. No. Green flag. No, green light. No. Green flag. Was bro. it green flag? Yeah. Green flag, spicy, and. Ick. Ick. Oh, okay. That, yes. I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, that is right. Let me hear yours. Okay, I would say that my spicy thing this week... That's fun that we're starting with spicy. I'm into it. Is someone did reside in my bed for the last four days. Let me just clarify. They didn't just stay in the bed. You made it sound like the person was literally (laughs) just in your bed. Like you're not allowed out of the room. Tie them up. (laughs) Um, That would be really spicy. I do like a little... I was going to say, I did come out to him in a face mask. I was a bit confused. (laughs) So they definitely weren't just in bed. He was doing self-care while he was here. (laughs) Um, That was four days. I will leave it to your imagination what took place. But I would say that my green flag... Or just like something positive that happened this week. I went skating and it was really fun. It it was a cute little date moment. Um, Really enjoyed that. If you guys are in Toronto, there's so many ice rinks. But the Union Station one is super fucking cute. (laughs) 
not sponsored, but sponsored on my TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) But still feels true. (laughs) And I would say that my ick of the week. Mm. My ick of the week, I had an event that I was supposed to go to tonight. My entire fucking university is getting together tonight. Um, Two of my ex-boyfriends and some situationships like everyone was there drinks are involved it's an open bar like have you seen those tiktoks of like if all of your exes were in one room what no, would you do like it, literally, <laughs> it literally is is that um and like a lot of my good friends but i just wasn't again i wasn't feeling socially up to it i wanted to be home i'm making chicken noodle soup for me and serena tonight like i just wasn't down for it. So my ick would be having an event that could be spicy, but not going. Is it icky that you didn't go or would it be icky if you went both? Both. <laughs> everything about it is just uh, Everything is icky. I just like, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity and I'm fucking missing it, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Serena, uh, what's your spicy green flag and ick of the week? Okay. Um... Um, my there's a lot of ums going on here she nervous (laughs) ew my green flag was that i was so productive this week like i was actually so productive yaz was occupied with her resident shut up no but it was a good thing it actually motivated me because like there was no one distracting me like i actually was productive that's awesome that's a green flag um (laughs) My spicy, my spicy mint ball of the week <laughs> was that I stayed in a hotel on Monday and Tuesday night with someone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's that someone? <laughs> someone the podcast knows about. Interesting. And your ick? <laughs> your little icky ick? My ick of the week, this is so icky. I Okay, it's icky, but, like, to be honest, I feel like, remember when we talked about the good people thing? The whole, like, be confident in your actions and what you're doing. <laughs> Let me just revert back to that for a minute. This was really icky. I have a second account. We've talked about this. A second TikTok account. I really post whatever I want on that thing. Um, and that sometimes will get me into trouble when the video goes viral. So... I did post a video on there um, literally one day after I left my situationship on red. Maybe it was two days after. It, it was in very close proximity to when I was supposed to see them, actually. Um, we had plans. I bailed. Mm-hmm. And then that next day, I think, posted this TikTok. Yep. Um, and the TikTok did say... I'm going to fuck my situationship just one more time um, before I <laughs> cut them. Before I cut them. This was terrible. It was a joke. And actually, I just saw a trend on TikTok. Okay, like I promise. It was a trend. It wasn't actually related to the guy. Yeah. Like at all. Sure. And then I posted it. And then like very quickly, it had like 500,000 views. And I was like, oh my God, this looks so bad. Like he's going to he, think he th- saw it. Yeah. I'm like, he definitely saw it. There's no way this is okay. I didn't want him to think that I literally didn't care because I did. It was just for the ben- like it was for both of us that I stopped answering. Like somebody had to do it. Yeah. So I made that person me. Like it was an executive decision. It was for the best. However, 
After that TikTok went viral, I felt really guilty, like so guilty. So I sent him a text message and like apologized and said, I'm so sorry. Like that was not meant to be in that context. Like I didn't expect it to like go viral. A lot of his friends knew that we were hanging out and like they knew they listened to the podcast. And like I knew the second that thing went viral, like all of his friends were definitely thinking like, oh my God, that's about Serena and blank. Anyways. I sent him a tag, and he left me on red. (laughs) But (laughs) touche. Well played, sir. And I know now he's avoiding watching my stories. Just so you know, we all go through it. (laughs) It's okay, babe. I still love you. (laughs) I think we've overshared (laughs) for today. (laughs) I think my icky situation. If you're listening, please text me back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, some parties are down fucking bad right now. I just feel bad. I wanted to apologize. I'm just saying. (laughs) It makes me a good person. I think we have given you guys a lot to chew on today. Metaphorically. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go. We gotta go. I got some crying to do. (laughs) We gotta go, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not already following the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do. If you want to leave a review, that can be your little Christmas present to us. And our Christmas present to you is going to be coming back with another episode next week. We hope. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give them false optimism. (laughs) We're going to try our best. Okay, sweetie? Mm. Bye, guys. Okay, ciao.